podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, December 30th, 2023. The last show of 2023. I am your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello. How you doing, Andy? Fine. Good. That little period between Christmas and New Year where the darts is back on, so that's great. I'm in the middle of watching the Edinburgh Derby. It's halftime just now, but I'll be keeping an eye on that. So if any of the patrons see me glancing to the side, that's me just checking that uh, it's still nil-nil. I'm rocking the same setup with my uh, phone off to the side, so... uh... Yeah, Except I've got money on hearts, so I want hearts to win. I've got money on cards, so I want cards to win. Uh, so you want, you want card. Cards will be the winner. Cards will simply be the winner in this game. Well, hopefully we do get some winners, because last week was horrendous. Um, I think, yeah, combined-wise, probably the worst week we've ever had in five years of doing this show. 200-plus episodes. I can't think of a, a worse week. Um, no. No. Well, in, in, in terms of results, like in terms of how many we hit, it was probably the worst week. But they were all pretty close. Like there was no eight-one losses in there when you'd back the team that scored one goal and could beat eight-one. Like, do you know what I mean? It wasn't. It was a bad yeah. week like that. It was quite an unlucky week, but it was a terrible week in terms of like profit loss. It was. It was a bad week. Yeah, it was awful. It was really bad for me to implement a strategy that uh, I had, which ah, I'm straight back in. Uh, I'll do like staggered tiers on all the games that we're having. Obviously, more on banker, less on outsider, much as you've been doing uh, for a while. I generally just like flat back the um, the mega and then take like a combination of the bankers and values in my in my five T mega, which is a good way of doing it. Terrible week to start that, so I'm going to back at it again <laughs> this time. Let's see. There's only two of us this week, um, yeah. obviously. People are really enjoying Christmas with their families and, and various things. So just myself and Gordon um, recording on Wednesday evening, as I say, it's half time in the Edinburgh Derby. Uh, so we'll run through, <laughs> it won't be fun, but we'll run, we'll run through the results from last week. We'll head to the mid-section for the Patreon content um, and then obviously on to the picks for the weekend ahead. So without further ado, let's let's retrace this. Usually when someone has a really bad week, it's picked up by the other two. It just didn't. It just didn't happen this week. Um, no my banker lost early. Yeah, lost early on Friday night. Sheffield United couldn't get points from anywhere, and yet they go to Villa Park and they draw one each. So yeah, banker bet on Aston Villa. Garbage done. Neil Poir. I, I we talked about this last week, and it was a very similar game. AC Milan Salernitana two each. Salernitana. Uh, have taken their eighth point of the season. Congratulations. And again, though, both those games sort of mirrored each other, though, because it wasn't like the favourites went ahead and then the underdog went and got a late goal or something like that. Villa were lucky to to get a point. They got there, they equalised. Yeah, same way AC Milan, like yeah. 90, 96th minute or something they had in there. Um, yeah, the, the disappointing part of that one was that um, right before Christmas, you're like, right, Let's go into the break with a positive result. And you look at these games and you go, like, Slater are going to get relegated. They played the next game and lost 4-1. It's a great, 
It's like, why couldn't you have done that against almost like I know, one of the best teams in the league? What happened? Uh, yeah. So uh, up next, the last one was Joey. Um, this was his banker was Leeds versus Ipswich. It both teams to score in uh, Leeds, Ipswich. Leeds <laughs> ran Leeds. riot. Yeah. Riot. He had he was on the right thread with uh, lots of goals in the game, but Ipswich just weren't getting one of them. And he knew it like at like seventy minutes in when Leeds were up four 0 He was like, "This isn't the game where like Ipswich are getting a goal." It's like you're four no. 0 down. You're just trying to stop losing five 0 so You're not trying to add to that. Horrendous. So there you go. Bad week for the podcast. Bad week for all of us on the banker bets. On to the value picks then. Um, I was in the Scottish Championship. For Wraith Rovers versus Air United, predicted a home win for Wraith. Um, they are still top of the Championship table. Air have not been very good. This game was batshit mental. Did you did you follow this game as it was going on? Yes, because there was lots of Undertaker memes about uh, the Air Wraith as soon as it gets to extra time. So, so Air... Took the lead on 29 minutes, relinquished the lead less than a minute later and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'll keep a running total okay. here for, for our, for our uh, video yeah, yeah. patrons here. Right, yep. Yeah. Air then got a man sent off. So the team that are already the underdogs and it's one each are down to 10 men in the first half when it's 1 all. Wraith Rovers score basically the last kick of the first half to go in 2 1. Brilliant. 2 1 Wraith. Good. Everything's looking rosy. They're playing against 10 men. Two quick fire goals at the beginning of the second half. Put Air United 3-1 up. 3-2 up. 3-2 uh, up, sorry. Yeah, 3-2 up. Then Wraith with a late show, as always. 81st minute. Boom. Equalise. 3 all. Are they going to push on and win? No. 10-man Air score again with five minutes to go. 4-3 Air. And then there's a stoppage time goal for Wraith Rovers. Four all. Game finishes. Wraith do not win. My value doesn't come in. But what a game that was. Incredible. Insane. And also insane that all of the games in the value slot contained huge amounts of goals. So my value. And incredibly, in a week where we went two of 12, we went two out of three of the values. (laughs) Um, So mine was... uh, yeah, mine was Bournemouth, uh, who are very, very lucky boys. But a very similar thing that we're looking for, uh, that when the uh, opposing team gets a man sent off. Um, so Bournemouth, we talked about it before the game, have been an incredible run of form of late. Real turnaround for a team that, I mean, start of the season, would you have said Bournemouth going down? Like, uh, pretty close. But yeah. it's Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest immediately get a man sent off. So they at nil nil they are down to ten men. Uh, Bournemouth relinquish the lead. Just just give them a give them a goal for ten men. They then go up two one a Dominic Solanke double. Chris Wood continues his ridiculous Christmas form. Uh, when there's pigs and blankets on the table, he is basically like <laughs> uh, big fat Ronaldo at the moment. <laughs> um, and then he um, so he brings it back to uh, yeah two each, and then a. 94th minute goal from Dominic Solanke uh, gives us uh, gives Bournemouth a 3-2 win, which is great. But, you know, it doesn't mean anything because the rest of them uh, it didn't come in here. The unfortunate thing with this game is that um, it's so close to Andy's. Basically, basically the exact... 
Yeah. A, a mirror of that. The, you, you know, getting, uh, and it was a theme this week with a lot of cards. But anyway, my value came in. Joey, value in. Value in in very Joey style. Uh, over 2.5 goals in both teams to score in Plymouth, Birmingham. Three each. Ideal. Sailed in. That's well done, want. Joey. There's a pick. Correct. No sweat. Just, just in. Love it. On to the outsiders then. My outsider, I did take as a draw. Wolves versus Chelsea. 14 shots to 16 shots. Six shots on target for Wolves against five from Chelsea. So very even game. Didn't get the draw in. Wolves won 2-1. Unlikely as well with Wolves won. Because uh, did you watch the game? Or did you... Uh, no. Um, well, <laughs> Chelsea looked like they were... Uh, very capable of continuing to score. It wasn't a, um, the, you know, those chances were good. But yeah, anyway, on to my outsider. Didn't get my draw in. This was Verona versus Cagliari. Um, running theme, once again, red card for, for yeah. a team that I, I need two red cards in a game I'm back in a draw. Uh, not really one, what I'm hoping for. Um, but yeah, so Verona went on to win this game 2 0. Um, they, it, it, it was 0 0 up until the red card in the 52nd minute. 53rd minute Verona scored and then they got a 90th minute kind of uh, 365 payout goal um, but yeah so disappointing with that one um, not getting the outsider in uh, and then Joey his outsider uh, again a Joey style pick but with uh, less of the, the Joey style winning uh, this was Melbourne City versus Melbourne Victory uh, a man who wanted goals and Derby uh, victory for a, a Melbourne Victory team nil nil yeah. So when it's yeah. when it's not your not week, close. it's not your it's not your it's, week. Uh, and it just wasn't our week. Incredibly frustrating because we talked in the midsection about I should have just put Luton in there as my pick. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna and I back looking back looking at the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I fancy to draw an Arsenal Liverpool in the in the midsection. Yeah. Of course that comes in a draw, but we don't get, you know, I pick Wolves Chelsea for the show and it doesn't come in. Frustrating. Not as frustrating as my Friday night though, which was watching my charity selection Dundee United away from home at Queen's Park. This was one of the worst games of football I've ever seen. It was nil nil. It was cold. It was wet. Looked like if the game lasted five hundred minutes, it still would have been nil <laughs> nil. Uh, Dundee United got booed off the pitch at the end by quite a big nice. travelling away from yeah I mean Queen's Park didn't try and win this game like they, they just sacked their manager they shored it up uh, and tried not to concede and Dundee United just couldn't break them down couldn't create anything really meaningful of note Jim Goodwin has absolutely no plan B whatsoever and teams are figuring out how to play against his sides in this league and we're not scoring goals anymore and it was just boring. Passing side to side at the back and then lumping it forward and then wondering why it doesn't work. Just time after time. And then after doing, time. It, then doing so it again. Then, yeah. Yeah. Then just continually doing it again. Slow, crappy build up that doesn't actually create space or draw defenders. Like on paper, obviously being the team that got relegated from the Premier League last year and managed to retain some quality players. If you look to the team sheets on paper, they're better. The players that Dundee United have are better than the majority of players in this league. It's on Jim Goodwin. It's on Jim Goodwin to play a more direct and attacking style of football to get the most out of these players. He's not doing it. And a lot of United fans are getting really angry with him. 
So we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. There's a big game this week against Partick Thistle, but if it's more of the same turgid crap that is put out in the pitch, then I can see the fans turning on him very very quickly. More more so than is currently happening, because you know while while you want to have some level of patience as a football fan. If you get stuck in that championship, it can be very hard to get back up if you don't bounce straight back up. Yeah. I think and Partick are so good. They need to do it now. <laughs> yeah. I know. But we went to Partick Thistle early in, earlier in the season and we beat them 5 0 because we just went at them. I don't know why yeah. he's not doing that anymore. I don't I, honestly. It's it's incredibly frustrating. So yeah. Anyway, that was his charity bed dead on Friday night in my house. And, and interestingly, if anyone's been following my results there, you'll see that I backed three games as a win and one as a draw and ended up with three draws, none of which were the game that I backed as a draw. There was only one goal in it. I was one goal away in every game from a positive, you know, so you can look at it and go, I was kind of unlucky four times. Just a bad week. Hey, you're going to get bad weeks. You don't have 208 podcasts without having some bad weeks in there. So, uh yeah, bad week continued with uh, my game. I taken Sampdoria, uh, recently relegated, playing against Feralpi Salo, recently promoted. Feralpi Salo went up 2-0 away from home to, to kick this bad boy off, uh, which is just, just not what you want in the charity bet. Um, Sampdoria pulled one back. They were then 2-1 down. Got Pajtem Kasami sent off. Remember the boy who used to play with Fulham, Baldy fella? Swiss guy. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's yeah. a definite like, World Cup Swiss sticker in there. Is probably yeah, how you know I'll, I was supposed I'll, to. I'll be able to look at my albums downstairs and find one of them, no doubt. Uh, back to two each. Despite being down to 10 men, going on proper Air United territory there. Um, then go down 3-2. I thought the game was over. Then scoring to make it three each, only to get the goal disallowed after I found out VAR is in the Italian second it's division. thing. Yes. In yeah. So, uh, yeah, a bit, a bit of disappointing in there. Again, getting uh, all of the games... Um, all of the games, with the exclusion of my banker, had a man sent off in them. Lots yeah. of fellas being like, fuck spending, <laughs> fuck spending. Aye, I want Christmas off. Training. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up the road. Uh, did you hear that last night on the, um, Ali McCoy was commentating on My United. He Aston was commentating Villa. on Amazon Prime. Yeah. yeah. And he, it was something like out of 15 Christmas Day matches that he was available for, or Boxing Day matches, he made eight of them. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's bad. <laughs> and he was like, and 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 who was the other guy? It, was, it wasn't Cocker. It was um, it wasn't Tildesley. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. That is the other commentator that was on with him was just digging him up about it as well. But had a brilliant mm-hmm. picture posted later on with the two of them eating turkey and cranberry sandwiches prepared by uh, <laughs> prepared his wife, Ali's wife. I just thought it was quite funny. Um, yeah, I, sorry, on, but, on 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 the. Um... <clears throat> On the commentary at the time, we were described as East Coast Bride Turkey Sandwiches. I did see that. It's like, man, fair enough. Roundabout way of describing that. Um, so, the last one... I see uh, you did there, because there's loads of roundabouts in East Coast Bride. That's really funny. There is. Very niche joke for, yeah, the, for the people good. in the Glasgow South area. Um, yeah, so, final game of it. And a real kick in the stones. Uh, this was Burnley versus Fulham. Joey fancied Fulham. Burnley won this game 2-0. Yeah, I've watched that game as well. Bends and breaks. Just yeah, it's a bad to have week. a turgid week 
is not is not how you want to do it. But back on to the two of us. Um, yep. Looking forward to to getting at it again. Um, I'll be back in the no. You'll be back in the charity this time. In fact, I'll I'll back it again. Uh, yeah, I'll back. Just... Aye, aye, aye. Yes, I should think so. You were away for four or five weeks. I bagged every week, son. And we get two winners in there when you were away as well. So I've <laughs> done my I've done my charity work for twenty twenty three. Your turn. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. ours, ours coming in. But um, but yeah, not a great week. But bouncing back to come. Bouncing, bouncing back. Um, we're about to head to our ad break if you're on the normal Patreon channel. Um, oh, sorry, no, if you're on the normal podcast channel. But if you want to join us on Patreon, just head to www.tramplebet.com. You'll find all the links there. You give something back to the show. It costs £6 a month, but you get this as a video release early podcast. So you'll get it Wednesday night just when we finish recording. Um, you'll also get the cheat sheet, all the picks written down. And this special midsection instead of the break so patrons we'll see you in the midsection um, everyone else we shall see you after these short messages welcome back and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday December 30th 2023, the last show of this calendar year. Let's try and go out with, if not a bang, at least more winners than losers, G-Man. That is the goal. So to start us off, um, we'll start, as always, with the banker bets. Men's English Premier League, Sunday at 2pm for Fulham versus Arsenal. And I'm going to take the away win for the Gunners at 4-7. So bigger than the 1-2 that you like to have a max cap on for your bankers. But yeah. There's only two of us this week, and I, and I do fancy an Arsenal win here. They were top of the league at Christmas. Uh, Liverpool have overtaken them due to winning on Boxing Day. But obviously, Arsenal can get back on top by winning their game in hand, which is tomorrow, Thursday, against West Ham. So we're recording this on Wednesday night. I don't, I don't know what happens there. Um, but Fulham come into this game in the back of two incredibly poor results. A 2-0 home loss to Burnley. and We spoke about that. It was one of Joey's picks we last week. And this was followed by a 3-0 away loss at Bournemouth. So they're just not playing very well. The last five times the side have met at Craven Cottage, Arsenal have won them all by a combined scoreline of 15 to 2, which is sizable. Although that there are a couple of, there, there are a couple there are a couple of games back there that stretch back to 2013, you know, because Fulham are out of, the, out of the league for a while. Yeah. Um even still. It's an Arsenal team that are playing well. It's a Fulham team that are playing poorly. Okay, it's London Derby, but I don't think Arsenal will have any problems here. I think 4-7 is pretty big. Fair enough. I'll take us to Portugal. And it's actually pretty much how you like to spend your Saturday night. Uh, I'll be at half past eight. I'll be getting involved in some Portimao action, which uh, uh-huh. <laughs> which is uh, some excellent, uh, an excellent wine region, I believe. Um, but yeah, so I'll be talking about sporting away at Portimonense here uh, and I'll be taking them at 3-10 to so so well below the 1-2 uh, to two threshold that, that I have set here um, Sporting are the best team in the league currently uh, 34 points from 14 games uh, they are one point ahead of Benfica below uh, they dropped a few points over the last maybe 7 or 8 games all of the games they've dropped points in have came after European ties they're not playing European ties at the moment 
they're having a, a wee break between uh, Christmas and, and New Year and coming back a bit more refreshed here. Uh, Porto Mense in here, 12, uh, 12th in the league, 14 games played, 15 pay, uh, points taken. They're three points ahead of the relegation zone here. A relegation zone that's a wee bit mental, I'll give you, because uh, it stretches from ninth place is four points outside of the relegation zone. There are 18 teams in the league. <laughs> so the bottom half of this wow. league is a, a wee bit <laughs> mental. So, um, you know, one more loss in there and they're actually second bot. But uh, yeah, I just fancy um, Sporting here to, to to win this game. Their away form is pretty damn good. Um, Portman NC's home form, uh, they are 15th on home form, eight points taken from six games. Um, I just expect Sporting to come out and, and win this game. Uh, you'll get them at three to ten to do so. Excellent. So the bankers this week are wins, away wins, both away wins for Arsenal and Sporting. That combines to just over evens, one point zero four to one. So there you go. Nice. even even money for the banker double. On to the value picks then, and this is where we uh, try and find something that we like the look of, usually around the even money mark that we think has a really good shot of coming in. It's possibly not the most appealing game of football this weekend for the neutral as 19th placed Wigan take on rock bottom 24th placed Carlisle in League One in England. Friday at 7pm. Wigan have 23 points from 23 games. They've scored 32 times, conceded 29. We've got Carlisle. They have 17 points from their 23 games. Their goal difference is oh so much worse. They've scored 18 times but conceded 33. So very leaky and Not don't score as often as Wigan do. Um, while Wigan are 19th placed overall, they're actually 11th when only considering home games. And they've actually played probably a home game le- like less than a lot of the other teams. They've taken 19 points from 11 home matches. Carlisle, second bottom of the away game table. They've taken just six points from 11 away games. Form-wise, they're both not great. Wigan, four points from the last five. Carlisle, just two points. Um, But everything here, the fact it's a home game for Wigan uh, and they score a lot more uh, than than Carlisle do. I'm going to give the nod to Wigan here at odds of four to five. They have met once this season already at Carlisle's ground. It ended one each, but Wigan had 64% possession. 1.3 1.3 xG to Carlisle's 0.7. Four shots on goal compared to Carlisle's one. Um, they were quite unlucky not to win, so I'm pretty confident they'll pick up a win now that they're at home this time round. So my value pick, Wigan. Um, and one of the reasons for this is that my original value pick, Gordon has stolen for his charity bit. So there you go. I have. I have. Um, if you're not fast, you'll ask. This is the, this is uh, the replacement. So my value... Um, is in Italy. All my games are Saturdays. Mine's a 2pm Italian kickoff when I'm taking Bologna away at Udinese. A rather impressive Bologna this season. Um, headed up by Lewis Ferguson, who uh, is one of one of uh, John's Scots abroad. Um, scored the winner last week against Atalanta in a game I tipped to be a draw. Uh, they're doing they're outperforming um, probably what a lot of people would have thought of them at the start of the season. Um, I mean, they're, they're fourth. That's that's pretty damn good for a, a league in which they're currently beating Fiorentina, AS, uh, Roma, Napoli, Atalanta and Lazio are the teams that they're above. Um, and they're doing this by winning games. Um, Udinese are the second worst home team in the league. They draw an insane amount of games. 
like the 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 strip. If you look at their home, uh, if they're their home and away games, it's just a, a ridiculous amount of draws. Um, Bologna seem to be beating teams in that, but in in this regard, AC Milan are the only team that have really taken points off them that weren't. Uh, they haven't really played many of the big teams yet. They seem to uh-huh. play like Verona every week, essentially. <laughs> uh, <laughs> draw with them, but I really fancy a Bologna win here. They're just on red hot form. Um, and you can get Bologna at what I think is a really good price of six to five. Five to four, even better than Bet365, right? Yeah. Yeah, even better than that six to five. Not by much, but but it is better. Um, so what not point not five, but still better. Yeah. Um so the value selections a home win for Wigan against Carlisle and a away win for Bologna against Udinese. If you fancy combining them, the double is 3.29 to 1. Nice. I will be. I'll probably actually just do a fourfold of the the bankers and the values when it's when it's us two. Oh, if you fourfold them, you'll probably get like seven. Yeah. Seven to one or something. That's uh, that's pretty good. Okay. Outsiders now, where we try and look for something the bookies have priced up as an underdog, but we think has a better chance of coming in than the odds suggest. My outsider, Saturday, 12.30. In Scotland, the Premiership for the Old Firm Derby, Celtic versus Rangers. Celtic's lead at the top of the tables, five points. However, Rangers have two games in hand, so by winning both of them, they would go top. So it's pretty tight, um, even though it might not look at first glance. And even at this relatively early stage in the season, this game is huge, the way it times out. Because if you're eight points ahead and the other team has to play catch up in two games in hand, that's a very strong position for Celtic. But if you're only two points ahead, if they're only two points ahead and Rangers have two games in hand, totally different. Um, Rangers are in better form coming into this. Uh, in recent weeks, Celtic have dropped points at home. Uh, they had a one-all draw against Motherwell and a two-nil loss to Hearts. They don't really lose at home, especially not to teams that aren't Rangers. So, dropping points to Motherwell and then losing to Hearts pretty poor. Um, Rangers have taken 22 points from nine away games uh, this season, conceding only two goals away from home, which is pretty good. Form-wise, Rangers have won their last five in a row. They've taken a maximum of 15 points, scored 10 times, conceded only one goal in that spell as well. Celtic nine points in the last five games, scoring 10 times but conceding five. Now, it's an old firm derby. Anything can happen. But Celtic fans have been getting on the team's back a bit recently. And I think this game comes at a good time for Rangers, a better time than it does for Celtic, especially if Rangers were to get the first goal. I, I think I think you'd get a lot of angry home fans in Celtic Park and it could be a very difficult environment to play in. So I like the fact that Rangers are quite a big underdog here at 21-10. to 10, So you're getting better than 2-1. to It'll be a feisty game. It'll be a good watch. And for my outsider pick, I will back a win for Rangers. We take you to... We're still in Glasgow. We're within city limits here. And I take you to Hamden Park for... Oh. I, I would love a dismal game here. A real dismal game between Queen's Park and Airdrie. Both teams are shit. Let's preface this. Andy will tell you that. Queen's Park don't actually really oh, like scoring terrible. goals. Uh, Airdrie had a great start of the season as well. Like, they had a ripping start. They they've, they've, had a, they've had a poor kind of mid-season here, um, taking only 
four points from the last five games. Uh, that was a one one nil away away win at Stranraer uh, and a nil nil draw in Morton in here. I think this game's gonna be a draw. Do you know why I think this game's gonna be a draw? Because the last eleven eleven meetings of the teams, right? So just go back to twenty eighteen. There's been nine draws. Like, yeah, they like drawing against each other, don't they? They really do. A lot, a lot of those games are cup games, so they go on to be yeah. like a Queen's Park win or an ARG win or whatever, but nine... 90 minutes. Nine of 11 are draws. Um, and you're getting it, and you're getting the draw here at usual draw prices, 12 to 5. Yeah, I like it. I do like it. Um, oh, Queen's Park are so dreadful. <sighs> but so are yeah, this is not going to be a good game of football. I don't think. No, yeah. I, I had a real thought about maybe going to see this one, um, and I was like, "Nah." Is it a proper? Is it a Big Hamden or? Is it, so when I saw Queens Park Dundee United, that was played at Big Hamden. This is a Big Hamden as well, according to Flash Score. It's a Big Hamden, but um, they might play a lesser Hamden. Queens Park spent a lot of money building the world's smallest stadium that they don't even use that regularly. Yeah, it's mostly for weebles and like you know thinking was behind that uh, yeah um, but I think it'll be a draw I, yeah, specifically okay. a no nil draw actually but yeah, a, a draw is fine with me okay so that's an outsider double then a win for Rangers in the Old Firm Derby and a draw between Queen's Park and Airdrionians if you fancied the double it shakes out in 9.54 to 1 just the small matter, Gordo, then, of the charity picks for this week. Let's try and get a charity winner to end the year. £10 of our own money on the double, a pick from each of us. All returns go to charity should the bet come in. So, I am Saturday, 5.30pm, televised fixture in the English Premier League for Nottingham Forest versus Man United. Now, it's two teams that have struggled lately. But both pulled off a great result last time out. Nottingham Forest, um, they're in 16th place in the league. 17 points, scored 22 but conceded 34. Man United, while they're poor run of form, they're still 6th in the table with 31 points from 19 games, scoring 21 but conceding 25. So actually a negative goal difference up there in 6th uh, place. <laughs> yeah, bizarre. Uh, Form-wise, Man, you have taken 7 points in the last 5 games. Forest have taken 4 now, I mentioned they both had great results last time out. Nottingham Forest came from behind to beat Newcastle 3-1. So they went a goal down in the first half, came out, beat Newcastle 3-1. Uh, well, Man U came from two goals down in the first half to beat Aston Villa with a very impressive second half, beat them 3-2. And had a goal ruled off, a couple of goals ruled off as well. So it could, it could have been even more. I watched that game. I really like how Man U turned it around in the second half. I think they'll want to continue that. And I like the fact that they're over even money here. That's definitely enough for me, five to four odds, to have a punt that they might play like that second half side again in the Villa game. And if they do, I think they've got more than enough to get past Nottingham Forest. So my charity pick this weekend, Manchester United. If Hoy, I'm hoping, well, I'm not hoping anything about my Hoy United. But, uh, but, um, he's off the mark now. I know. He's 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 he's, he's opened his... No, not Hoygaard, it's Hoyland. Hoyguard's your golfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If you can drive it 280 yards, just. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that United are a, a good shout in that spot. Uh, and now the stolen value. So like, the, the the game, 
that we both liked so much that we both tried to pick it. This is Hearts. It's home to Ross County. Uh, you get Hearts at 7 to 10. Um, they'll probably drift. And they'll drift because County didn't play their game tonight and will be yep. more rested. And I, I would see this. This get this will get up towards evens. Do you think so? I would say. Yeah. I, I, I think, I, you know, Maybe. I don't think. Well, County are, have, Hearts are playing a derby right now. Yes. And oh. County are were turned around on the A9 and told to go home. Yeah. So, yeah. The reason that I like this is Lawrence Shankland, basically. Uh, it, hearts are firing all cylinders just now. They're 0-0 currently with Hibs. Uh, Shankland missed game. a penalty. He did. So did Martin Boyle, though. So, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Hearts' home form has been great. Um, they've lost twice to Rangers in the last five games um, in their home form. Lots of people are going to lose to Rangers in the Scottish Premier League. Uh, they beat St Mirren in there, they beat St Johnston and they beat Livingston. Uh, they played this game at the end of last season, um, Hearts County, 6-1. Hearts yeah. won. Um, if you look at the last five games, there's been two draws and three Hearts wins at home. Um, it doesn't. I don't even really need to say that much about County. Like they're not very good. They're in tenth. They get seventeen points from their seventeen games. Scored fifteen, conceded twenty four. Um, they're they're not a very good team. Hearts are in third and are, are are worth being there just now. When you have a proven goal scorer in the uh, the Scottish Premier League, it just makes such a difference. Like you are, what are you? If you have you had a war based on that. Um, like Lauren Shankman's war <laughs> must be insane. Basically, just for, it, this for anyone that doesn't watch baseball, that's wins above replacement. Yeah, it's nothing to do with actual conflict. No, no. If you're not, you're not putting, you're not putting uh, Lauren Shankman into an active war zone for anyone there. But yeah, so you get Hearts here, seven to ten. I think they'll drift. I think they'll they'll, they'll inch towards evens. They will probably get there, but they'll, they'll get pretty damn close. Um, I'll say they'll go off at nineteen to twenty, but currently they're seven to ten. Excellent. I like the pick a lot. I tried to take it as my value pick, but you you'd got in there first. Um, all's, all's fair in war and war. So the charity double this weekend wins for Manchester United and Heart of Midlothian. Currently, the prices they're at now, um, that would turn a tenner into £38.95. But we I'm reckon that they, they, they drift up a bit by the time get, this kicks. Yeah. Might get it up over 40. So there we go. That's the show, the last show of 2023 thank you everyone uh for sticking by us thank you to all our listeners big thanks to all our patreon members as well um do join the facebook group get involved in the conversation we'll be talking darts on there there's been some horse racing chat as well um always a good time between christmas and new year where things come thick and fast uh, in addition to the normal football fixtures gordo been an absolute pleasure anything you would like to say before we round out this calendar year just a couple of shout-outs in there was was really uh, what I was going to put in here. Um, just just a couple of really good discussions as well. Peter Glover was asking about Connor Goldson's cards. Uh, he, he bloody he should have been booked in that game about three times, which is very yeah. frustrating in there. Um, about if he was going to go full McCoyst and uh, and decide he didn't want to spread Christmas training. Um, uh, but he didn't he didn't manage to do that in there as well. Um. But yeah, there's just been some really, really good chat in the group of recent. Uh, Joey with his uh, selections of general, a man who loves a selection. Uh, and yeah, just uh, just you know, 
Merry Christmas to all our followers. Have a great new year. I hope it's been, I hope it's fab to y'all. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you uh, in 2024, hopefully with eight out of eight. Hopefully with eight, with eight out of eight and a freshly rejuvenated Dave Greenfield to kick off the 2024 season. Well, season. Year. Calendar year. Calendar year. Calendar year. A calendar season. Is that what we're going for here? That's what, that's what, we're, that's what we're going for. I don't know how Gary does it, um, but he, he names the seasons and episode numbers. So yeah, a big shout out to Gary Black, who's our producer um, and does a fab job. Uh, turning our turning our Zoom call into something that resembles a professional radio show. So thank you very much, Gaz. Um, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all our listeners. We shall see you back in 2024. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Podcast Network.